The Get This Podcast is brought to you by ProPhotoGo.com, professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS to get 10% off your professional photo session. So whether you need new headshots or you have a big event coming up, an engagement, a wedding, you name it, or let's say you just want new photos so you can look snazzy on social media, ProPhotoGo is professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS and get 10% off. Go to ProPhotoGo.com. The Get This Podcast is also brought to you by WP Engine, the best WordPress hosting available. People who know me know I build enterprise-level WordPress websites that reach millions of people a year. And it's important that those sites live at a host that is secure, fast, and offers the kind of support you need. 24-7, and I can't recommend WP Engine enough. I use them exclusively and recommend them to all of my clients. Get 10% off your first year of exceptional hosting for your WordPress website. Go to getthispodcast.com slash WordPress, and that will trigger the 10% off coupon. Again, it's getthispodcast.com slash WordPress. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Kautzman coming to you from the great city of New York, Manhattan. It is July 10th, 2019, and this is Get This, the podcast about things people love. And I'm joined tonight, again, July 10th in the foul year of our Lord, 2019, by my good buddy, Ian Peters. Ian's here. He made the trip uptown. Ian, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? (laughs) <laughs> Super. All right. Just working on getting through this intro. <laughs> and then uh, what's going on? What are you doing? we got a friend joining us here. Oh, we've got a little bug over here. Yeah, I thought I got him all. He's right here. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about Jose? Oh, no, he's, he's on the boom. we got an, we got an insect on the boom. Oh, he's hiding. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Jose. That's an outstanding <laughs> intro. And then, we, and then I'm also joined by my good friend, Jose Ignacio Gomez. Jose, how are you? The one and only. I'm fine as always. Happy to be here. This is the first uh, podcast I've done with four people on it. We've got, we've got three oh, and a bug. <laughs> three men and a bug. <laughs> Ian, how have you been? I've been excellent. I've been good. Thanks for asking. You? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Super. And it, this is the podcast about things people love. And so, what are what are the things we're going to talk about tonight? Things I love. <laughs> well, you made you made a couple of recommendations, uh, and one is I have a new one to add to the mix. Okay, so let's let's go. Well, first, before we talk about the things that you're into, yeah. Well, no, let's say let's say the things, and then we'll come back around to to get to know you a little bit, Ian. So, yeah, uh, what are the things? What are the things? What did I say again? I know I love hockey. <laughs> We're going to talk about hockey? I love hockey. We can talk about hockey. We can talk about the raps. We can talk about Breaking Bad. I remember you yes. were really into Breaking right. Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, yes. so we're going to talk about hockey. We're going to talk about the Toronto Raptors. We're going to talk about 
the great Breaking Bad. And then I think you were talking about Kanye. You were talking about the uh, Jesus Walks. Jesus Walks. Yeah, yes. those are four things. Did you have another thing to talk about? Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. So buckle up for an hour. We're going to see where this where this insect maneuvers as we go. This is like I've been battling them and I'm so I'm a little embarrassed because today I was talking to a friend of mine and I'm like, I, you know, I was really proud of myself because I had a little bit of a bug infestation and I, I did the right thing. I, I started composting. And I started, you know, I thought I got them, but apparently not. That's all right. We just, you know, everybody wants to be on the podcast. Exactly. So how, so I think we can get through these five things in fairly consecutive order if we could manage. I forgot about the five things already. <laughs> I remember hockey and I remember. Hockey, the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> all right. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. I remember that Jesus one. Walks. And Seinfeld. On that one, you got me. What was tremendous? Jesus, what is Jesus? Jesus walks? walks is a well. Why don't you say Ian? Jesus yeah. walks is a song by Kanye West that came out many years ago. Uh huh. And it's uh, it's almost like an anthem song. It's a hip hop song. All right. And it's just uh, it, it's uh, it comes with a good memory for me in that I did video production and, and I was a videographer and I was hired to shoot some stuff for uh, the Canadian Juno Awards. And that year that that song came out, the award was in Edmonton. And at the after party for the awards, that song played. And the DJ was a friend of mine from Toronto that I didn't know was in town, first off. Second, I love that song. So that song came on. Hmm. You know, I look up at the booth. It's my friend from Toronto. I was like, oh, wow, wicked. And I think I just lost my mind and danced for an hour or whatever. <laughs> or danced for that song that felt like an hour. I don't know what happened, but that song holds a memory for me. All right. Yeah. Going on the dance floor and just wilding out to that song by myself and like rapping every word. It was just in the, I was in the, in the mood. I was in the, you know, yeah. in the moment. You dance hip hop only or any other dance? Uh, uh, dance. Uh, you just dance. I mean, <laughs> dance. What? Yeah, I dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dance Latin when I travel for some reason. I always find myself doing some sort of Latin dance when I'm traveled to like DR or PR or something. I'm just, when I'm away, I dance Latin. All right. All right. <laughs> right on. Well, this is good. Yeah, we're getting to know you. So let's back up just a minute. Uh, I'll volunteer uh, before we do that I've had some moments to Kanye. The uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy yes. was the album of the year for me that year. That that album had a lot of meaning, has a lot of meaning for me. There pretty, pretty wicked. And then somebody will come along and go, I hate Conway. And I just say, hey, or Kanye, I, I say, you know, hey, listen to uh, yeah. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy with headphones and. Yeah. You know, come take th take three of these and come back yeah. to me in the morning. Yeah, well <laughs> tell said. me how you feel. Well said. Yeah. So Ian, let's get to know you. Uh, for people who do, who haven't met you, uh, what what's your what's your story? You're you're originally oh, from Canada. My apologies. Ian Not Peters at all. From Toronto, Canada, born and raised. Uh, currently work in real estate, and my previous career was in video production for 15 plus years. All right. And prior to that. Just being a little brat, growing up in Toronto, hanging out, playing hockey, playing baseball, going to school. Uh, my guys, girls, PlayStation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was your What was your top PlayStation game? What's the PlayStation game that blew your mind? ML. We played baseball. Uh, MLB play baseball. Nice. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. What else I played? PlayStation hockey, NHL. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else did I play? Well, you played you played baseball at a pretty high level, right? You played for Rutgers. That's no joke. I played some competitive ball. I won't yeah. lie. I like yeah. ball. Yeah. Um, well, you center field, right? Center field. Center All right. Oh, wow. I shiny. wanted to be center field when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 I I never passed that 
11, 12 years old, like, and they can start doing something else. He sounds like a serious baseball player. Well, I mean, he's from <laughs> yeah, Venezuela. Sounds yeah. Sounds yeah, so yeah, stereotypical. Yeah. Sounds like a ball player. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's fun, man. You know what I remember from, we're talking about PlayStation 1, right? Yeah. PS1? Yeah. Yeah. What I remember from PS1 was Air Combat. I remember that game. I, I love the simulators. I love the, I just thought it was so fun. It had the, it had the thrashing, like kind of guitar, like blowing stuff up, fighting yeah. the Russians. Yeah. 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 I love that. And then I really dug the um, Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee, Resident Evil. It scared the shit out of you. Yeah. You're 13 yeah. years old. Popping up on you. Ah, yeah, yeah. ah these dogs. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Amazing. That's great, man. So, uh, yeah. And you're so growing up in Canada playing hockey. So that's the first of the five. So let's see if we can hit them all. So number one. Well, for, first, yeah, so you're in real estate. You're now, you're living in New York. Correct. All right. Cool. And uh, Jose, what's your relationship to hockey? Do they have ice in Venezuela? <laughs> no, <Good question>. <laughs> no. <laughs> I ice skated the first time in a in a Venezuela mountain called El Avila, Cerro El Avila. It's on the north side of the of Caracas, the capital. Yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much. I probably went there a couple of times, and I was terrible skiing. Uh, how do you call this? Uh, ice skating. It's it's it's. it's it's weird. It's different. I know I was rollerblade. I was good at rollerblading when I was a kid. Yeah. But ice skating is different. It's different shit. So yeah. you say the place <laughs> that you feet were like you know say the place that you ice. Biting? Yeah, you were. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, ankle biting. Ankle biting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be uh, the a show title already. That might be a record. What? <laughs> ankle biting with Ian hey, Peters. Ankle right. biting. Yeah, right. that's a good one. Um, what was the name of the place where you first started ice skating? It's, it's Cerro El Ávila. It's a, it's a mountain on the north side of Caracas, but the place is on the, the, the one of those cable cars takes you there. So oh, it's a teleferico, the Ávila teleferico. I see. And yeah. is it is it outdoors or is it? Uh, no, it was indoors. Indoors. Yeah, in, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. They got to freeze it up. Uh, does whatever, it, when whatever he's, they do with that. When he, when he pronounces that, doesn't yeah. it make you want to dance? Say it again? Yeah. Cerro El Ávila? Oh, what part? Right? Get out of here. <laughs> I want to dance. I want to eat. Yeah, you want to dance. You want to eat. eat. It. No, it just gorgeous. Sounds fantastic. However, not very good for hockey. <laughs> See, no, you, no. You didn't no. grow up. Uh, but no. the footwork, I bet you the feet work's good uh, for hockey. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Sure. Never, never. I don't know. I never really was interested in hockey anyway. I find it kind of funny when they're fighting all of that, like everybody. Wait, they don't know shit about it. But my younger brother in Florida, he worked in an advertising company, and he gave me one time I was visiting with my ex, mm. and in Miami, and then he got me two tickets to see the Panthers. Nice. Oh, so sweet. it was a, it was really cool, and it's funny because it's you know them call out uh, hold on outside, and then you get into the stadium, and then like yeah. you probably need a sweater, you know, to yeah. go through the whole game. But it was fun. It was a little fun. I don't want to like overstate my hand here because I'm not a massive hockey fan, but I am a hockey fan to the to the degree where I'm not unlike Neo in the Matrix, where he wakes up and realizes, "Whoa, I know kung fu. I know how to watch hockey." I grew up in North Dakota. I went oh, to the University of Minnesota. Oh, hockey's dead. Come on. This is just, it, you can't, it's just, you know how to watch a game. I just know how to watch hockey. I, and uh, not a Canadian. However, I think I have some hockey Close, yeah. cred. So yeah, let's yeah. talk about your, because I know you, you're actually, do you still play? You still play, right? I have a game tomorrow night. Roller. Oh, like nothing competitive, but it's fun. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's some rec hockey and yeah, it's fun. What do you play? Where do I play? Uh-huh. Uh, tomorrow we'll be in the city. I play in Jersey. We play Chelsea Piers. Oh, okay. We play Hong City. 
Uh, Brooklyn. Was it like a serious league or, or it, a serious rec league? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. No idea what it is. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of good guys who get together after work oh, right, and they're right. playing. Yeah, yeah. Have a couple beers after, if if you will, if they want to stay. But um, it's fun. It's it's competitive in its own right, in its own way. Guys are serious. They get down. You know, they're they're letting some stress out from the day. They've been working behind a desk all day. They come out and they want to play hockey. And they want to have fun and they want to. Wow. So and that's crazy because we're in the middle of the summer, basically. Yeah. So they have, you know, I mean, uh, I I used to go to this park called the Abbey Pop, and they have a hockey league, and they used to play. I remember they used to play on the on the pool on Central Park West. Yes. Central Park North. Yes. On yeah, where the 110, pool is. Yeah, where the pool is exactly yeah. in Harlem, Alaska. South Harlem. Yeah. 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 It's like, all right, <laughs> but I, that now is completely melt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pool. But in the winter, it's a rink. I actually coach there as well. I oh. coach for an awesome program there called Ice Hockey in Harlem. Oh, um, okay. Educational program. They have a hockey portion to it. And uh, it's fun uh, being out there with the kids in the winter. Central Park, snowing. You're on the ice playing hockey. Sometimes it's like a dream. You're like, yeah. pinch me. You know? That's amazing. <laughs> it's called Ice Hockey in Harlem? Ice Hockey in Harlem. I-H-I-H. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. They must have a website. Yes. Uh, yeah. Icehockeyinharlem.org. Great. Great. Great, great organization. Yeah. How'd you get tied into that? It's funny. I was playing with some guys in Long Island City, and after one of the games, we were talking, and somebody mentioned that they have the coach tomorrow night, and I've always been curious about coaching. And uh, actually, somebody said to me, you should come coach this program. And I asked more about it, and they gave me the name. Like, I just gave it to you. I went home, Googled it, looked it up, got a hold of the director. This guy, Brad Preston. You're awesome, Brad. Looked up. He looked me up and, you know, asked me for five referrals. I gave it to him. I guess he interviewed them and asked them what's Ian's passion of hockey like. And they told him what they told him. And he called me right back. Hey, want to have you out. Go get your license, your certification. Uh, did my certification. Was coaching. And haven't stopped. It's been great. Met some phenomenal kids. Hear some amazing stories. Uh, for me, it's a chance to kind of give back and, you know, be the coach I wish I had. Or, you know, give opportunities or help you know, usher in some opportunities that I wish I had um, and have great conversations with kids about hockey, he, he, their passion. You hear these kids talk about yeah. passion, you're like, what? <laughs> these kids go, they watch a move in the game last night and they're here on the ice trying it the next day and you, you watch them get better at it. It's amazing. That's tremendous. Yes, yeah. Are definitely. they, uh, is it more Islanders fans or uh, Rangers fans? Rangers fans. More Rangers fans. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, in Harlem. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, well, Rangers is tied to the program, actually. This, oh, this wow. This is sanctioned by them. And, uh, oh, cool. Oh. Yeah, they come out. Yeah, this, the kids are they give fans. Do they give the kids tickets to Yeah, to we go to games. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I wish somebody would take me to the garden. That's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's so good for the yeah. kids, man. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's oh, they got to be freaking out. I wonder if they know that they're walking into an epic building. Like, Just. They, they, they live in New York. Some kids have never even left Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. I wonder if they know they're like, they're in an awesome stadium. This is like a, this it, is the best. Just this the, is the most it's the thing stadium. that you can if you can if you can yeah, get there. It's everything. Yeah, I think they're New Yorkers though. So even if they do know, they'll act like they don't. Right? They just be. They're so cool. They're so cool. They're yeah, too yeah. fucking cool. For maybe it's for me. Islanders. I walk in and I'm like, yeah. Oh no, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, for me, like, just what? The, yeah. In general, this city for me is everywhere I go. I walk. It doesn't matter where I am. Yeah. Neighborhood. Yeah. Building anything is is it's amazing. It's, it's been like that forever. You never get over it. I mean, yeah, I've been yeah. here for. Mm, I always say the day years. I get over it, uh, I just move out. <laughs> I say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Well, so Ian, tell me about your relationship to hockey growing up. You must have. Uh, when did you first start playing? Did you really get into it? Mom put me in, I think, in around nine or ten. My parents were immigrants from that beautiful island of Grenada, West Indies. Great so, hockey tradition in Grenada. Great hockey. <laughs> Long withstanding tradition <laughs> yeah, right. of ice hockey. <laughs> like the Grenadans yeah. and the Venezuelans meet every year. And yes. the, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Although Jamaica has a team now. Don't mess All right. Okay. Hey, I'm not, I'm not hey. making fun. No, I'm I not. Mean, nor yeah. am I saying you are. No. Uh, mom put me in nine or ten. It was, t- it was, I think I was put in one to curb my hyperactivity, two, curb my asthma. Oh, I had oh. asthma growing up as a oh, kid, which, yeah, funny enough, came back when I moved to New York. Mm. It's That's a testament to that clean air. Yeah, that clean living. <laughs> clean yeah. air. Um, yeah, got into... And then third, I would say it was for social reasons. I met some amazing friends, friends that are to this day. Like yesterday, I texted with a guy I played hockey, started hockey with Little League. He's in LA now, actually acting as well. Right. Um yeah, it, it, hockey for me growing up was a way to meet friends, uh, be physical, uh, follow the sport on TV, and then, you know, just like the kids I'm coaching, reenact what you saw in the game last night at the ice, and I remember all that, and I remember teams I played for, I remember the tournaments, and parents screaming, and it's it, it just, and, and friends you play with, you, it never ended, it's, you're Canada, hockey's everywhere. Right. Right. What does it sound like when parents scream in Canada? Apologies. And just like, <laughs> sorry, sorry. 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 Uh, just, no, they get into it. I mean, I believe they do. I think that's probably it. one of the, one of the places in Canada where maybe the veneer, the veneer comes away a little. Yeah. 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 Have you been to a playoff game? A playoff hockey NHL? game? In, yeah. 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 Here in New York and in Toronto Leafs. Nice. That's a bucket list thing for me is to be at a uh, playoff game in Canada. Oh, yeah, to see something like that. By all means, because I'm sure it's just out of control. It's the a regular game's out of control. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I love going to a stadium, any stadium, any games. Life is better. I, I don't follow really any sports. Right. Unfortunately, I want to ruin the conversation here. No, but I, I love baseball and and any anything at the stadium or any game is the the feeling of being there is different. It's, yeah, I don't it, like watching that much on TV. You know, even if you if you're not gonna end up being Slash or Jimmy Page or whatever it is, mm-hmm. there's something about picking up the guitar and then going to the gig or yeah. then oh, yeah. picking up the album. Mm-hmm. The the two things talk to one another. It's like you're talking about these uh, these young uh, people in Harlem. They're going to watch the game differently, even after one Pee Wee game. Then they're going to tune in and go, "Oh, it's not that inaccessible. I can I can get all this gear and do something like that." Yes. Yeah, yes. it's so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then going live. Right. This is one of my my mantra lately: is go to the show. Go to the show. <laughs> Prince right. died. Bowie died. Crazy. Somebody shot John Lennon. I don't Crazy. know if you heard. Go to the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? I mean, it's something else. Wish I saw Bowie. Yep. Wish I saw Michael. Oh, yep. Yeah. There's many Wish ones I saw Prince. I, yeah. It's many, just many one. You take these things for granted. There's a my friend Dwayne came on the podcast. He's one of the early episodes, and he's got a great uh, MJ story. His his whole thing was uh, the thing that he loves is live shows, and he's got a great. Uh, Oh, MJ story. I'll, I'll send you the link. It's you know it's going to be in. It's one of the earlier episodes mm-hmm. of Get This, the oh, podcast right. about things people love. Give us five stars on iTunes if you like the conversation. Right, five and a half. Five and a half. <laughs> send it to the moon. This is great. So we we've got so many topics to cover. Uh, like like so Ian, so you you play in a rec league uh, hockey. You uh, you coach kids. What's the 
what's the most amazing thing that's happened coaching the kids? Um, or just something special? Something special, which, uh, without ratting myself out, but ratting myself out, <laughs> uh, I had a league game one night after coaching. I had to go straight from a game at Chelsea Piers from Lasker. And as I was leaving coaching, I got a text saying we're short two guys. So I looked to my right, and there's two kids coming off the ice, two of the older kids in the group. I was like, hey, guys, you want to come play a game? They're like, when? I'm like, now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a game at Chelsea Beard. And they, without hesitation, said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We took off our skates. We hopped in the cab. Full gear. Like, we had gear. They, they had full gear on. I just had my skates. I was coaching. But uh, sure. they took off their skates. And it was so cool for me because as a kid, I remember going to my games, getting dressed at home in my gear, put your sneakers on. These guys took off their skates, put their sneakers on, hopped in a cab with me, Uber. We Ubered to Chelsea Piers. <laughs> I introduced them to my teammates. They hopped on, played. One of the kids scored a goal that night, I think, or got a nice assist. So he was involved in something. Uh-huh. But they had the time of their lives. Yeah. Fast forward now, because this happened, I think, two years ago. This year, I'm playing at Chelsea Piers. I'm subbing for a team. These two kids are on a team there <laughs> at Chelsea Piers. I'm like, hey, hey. <laughs> and they're the ringers. <laughs> yeah, one kid was amazing. Oh, no. Oh, like, hey. man. So I'm on his team. Like, I'm subbing on his oh, team. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, And they're like, they're team. giving you a hard time. Like, who is this scrub? Who is this guy showing up? <laughs> that was uh, that. That was special for me. That yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah. Did you ever? And where were you? Uh, was it Toronto? That where, where were you growing up? Where were you growing up? Grew up in Toronto, North Toronto. York. Yeah, uh, yeah. A northern uh, suburb of Toronto. That's a great fucking story. Yeah. I love yeah, that true story. story. That's I really, fantastic. Yeah. Until yeah. you ask me right now, I really had to think about that. That was a <laughs> think of that right away. Yeah, yeah. Um, Toronto, awesome. Played for uh, Willow Boys Club, North York, Golden Park Rangers. Um, had friends of mine all around me playing, watch them get competitive, play for competitive, competitive teams. Yeah. Toronto Young Nationals, Toronto Red Wings. Uh, yeah. I have friends of mine that came up, play in the league and you, you watch them and, you know, it's just a big part of the culture. You go to the game, you meet the families. Yeah. That was me. I mean, that's just, yeah. I was something I was into. So for me to yeah. have it all around me, I'm playing, my friends are playing and I'm watching friends on TV playing. And it's just, it was part of, I don't know, growing up. What do you mean watching yeah. friends on TV? You had friends who made, made it friends to the... Friends in the neighborhood that yeah. you're watching on NHL. TV now. NHL. Or, or even OHL, NHL too. But yeah, uh, yeah. coming home from the you know, off season and they're telling you about their, their first year and you're like, this is, for me, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Of course. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. There's something about excellence. And there's not, yeah. that, that, that sport too, it, there's nothing like playoff hockey. That's a cliche, right? Right. But there is nothing like playoff hockey. Full stop. Uh, like an overtime goal. It. I mean, it's just it's incredible. Somebody goes off the ice. Uh, the team's down a man. All of it. It's just it's it's incredible. The pace. The pace. Yeah. It's a different pace. Yeah. The intensity. The intensity. Mm-hmm. You know, it, guys are putting it all out in the line. This is the playoffs. Like the crew. I won't say crews all all season, but you know they played. Now it's playoff time. It's like every shift, these guys are at it. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so great. They're stretching out the whole thing. They all got beards. Um, how many games did they play during the regular regular season in the NHL? Do you know? I believe it's 
Is it 82? Oh, 82. I'm MLB home games. Hold on. No, no, no. Because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we won 60. MLB is 160, so is it's it 160? 80 home games. Oh, man. I think NHL is 82. Mm. I can't remember. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. Though, for, the, for, some, a lot. for a sport that's that physical, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of games. It's a lot of games. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great goddamn sport, and I love that story about the kids. All right, we got through one one of five, so we're going to keep moving. This is exciting. We only touched on Kanye really briefly, so I think we'll come back to that soon, but not until... No, because we got... This is a show about things people love. And if somebody comes on the podcast and says, I love The Godfather 2, we can talk about The Godfather 2 for an hour. But Ian does not play. <laughs> he brings five things that we got to cover. So I'm excited because I'm all, you know, this really suits my manic streak, my manic uh, sort of side. So, all right, number two, Breaking Bad. As an all actor, right. Jose, you know it, you know yeah, it well? Yeah, I love it. I love the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's funny because it took me like, people were talking and talking about it, talking about it for years. And it probably took me like, after four years, the whole series was over. I finally had the time and the mindset to, okay, let me sit down and see this. I, start, I think I've watched one episode one time. It's like, no, I cannot see this right now. When I finally had the time, I couldn't stop. I think in a week or two, I was done. Not even. Yeah, I was like done with the whole thing. It's almost like crack. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, very, <laughs> very. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the acting was amazing. The whole story, everything, everything was great. Great. Tempting, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, they move a lot of feelings in you. Like, you should I do this too in my life? <laughs> should we go to meth? You know? I know some people who I mean, really... I'm just, I'm just in a lab creating some drug. I mean, who cares? <laughs> I, was, I know some people who really don't like it. And I think there's a bit of a pushback to the idea because everybody talks about it and everybody uses these hyperboles. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, but I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Ian, why did it come to mind for you as something you love? Uh, same like you. I watch it years after. Mm-hmm. So, and... Uh, when it was going on, I was like, what's the big deal? I was hype. And for some reason, a TV just wasn't in my life or time to watch it was really, really wasn't in my life. But when I did watch it here in New York when I got here, mm-hmm. um, it was one of the first and only shows, I think, that I actually binge watched. and just like, another one, another one. Like, keep, keep going. Yeah. And was fascinated by the storylines, the characters, the scenery, like the sceneries, the uh, the cool shit, the underground passage to this and that, and yeah, yeah. you know who's a cop, who's who's poisoning who, all this stuff. And you're like, this is awesome on, on my TV. I haven't, I haven't watched <laughs> yeah, TV yeah. in a while, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. to me, you know, that was my, I guess, the whole on-demand buzz of like, feel like you're watching a movie at home, mm-hmm. and I'm watching this awesome story and awesome movie, and I just don't want it to end. And the stories were, you know, characters popping up from two episodes ago. Like, oh yeah, I remember him, and you know, you think of him, his character is. I don't know everything. It's the first time I actually got into a show, and I'm actually, con- you know, oh, really contemplating, you know, this guy's temperament and this guy's decision making and this chick and oh wow! I never really got into a show before. This is the first show I got into. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that were you watching it? Yeah, no, totally. And did you and did you say the, that like Jose, you binged it after it came out? I think I binged two or three, and then watched one one, and binged a few more, and uh-huh. then waited for that big epic end of and everything that tied together. And you know, I watch it piecemeal, and then there was phases of streaks. But however, I watch it. I watched it and thought, wow, that's amazing. What do you think? It was about that show that hooked you, unlike any other uh, before, because there were there have I, been plenty. As you ask, I think my my initial answer is this: as a videographer and coming from video production, mm-hmm. this 
there's a cinematic look to it. Like the, the, the cinematography of, you know, like I said, these just cool sets and undergrounds and tunnels yeah. and things you didn't expect, the timing of things. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in that, and it's been analyzed before. And my buddy Brad Kelly, who you remember from yeah. Righteous Amory and the, my um, retired podcast that came before Get This, uh, is that there's a color palette. To, that too. Uh, right. You can actually Google. I'm sure we could find some articles. I'm not going to do it right now. But like, you know, uh, Breaking Bad color scheme and what the colors signify. And there's a certain meaning for reds and for greens and for different palettes. It's very interesting. And if you look at it, it's like when the characters are wearing certain colors, certain things are happening. And there's they're very. it was very well planned in a way that's not too obvious. Right. It doesn't quite reach like a Kubrick level of formalism where you go, oh, my God, there's not a frame left to question. But it is, it suggests there's enough of it where you're – they're not pretending at realism. It's right. heightened. You watch that pilot. It's heightened. Things are not quite real. Just right. off – Kilter enough. Yes. Like Do the you know? Chi- the chicken restaurant. And yeah. The whole, El Pollo. El Pollo. Yeah. Hermanos. The logo. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah no, I, I think that's exactly what I wanted to yeah. say. Like, that's that's what I think that caught me. It, it, it really caught me in. It's like, they're real. Everything was so real. Like, real characters. Real people that like you just... You know, see yeah. on the grocery store, yeah. like, you know, yeah. store, like middle class families struggling with life, you know, in, in, out of New York City, you know, in different cities, like, you know, there's no New York City, yeah. but you can see the real America, you know, guy trying to, you know, deal with life and make it with life for his family. And this is, this is the way he find out. But there's a cinematic. <laughs> and then he ended up with this big freaking laboratory. You know? There's, a, there's a cinematic <laughs> yeah. patois yeah. on top yeah. of it. There's yeah. a cinematic yeah. language on top of yeah, the, yeah. of the real characters. Yeah, yeah. Cause and it does, and it deals with very American themes mm-hmm. right now. Addiction. Oh, yeah. yeah. All of that. Income yeah. inequality. Yeah. You know, uh, the haves, the have nots, all of these things that are pertinent. And he's a high school teacher. Yeah, no, and the same thing with fucking, the legalizing drugs or not, school. and all of that kind of things. It's all involved in there. So, all the problems that cause, like a guy so smart, a scientist, like very smart, that yeah. he can do all these famous, amazing drugs and everything. He He's the one of the poor guys in the, in the, in the, how do you call it, in the, Pyramid of this pyramid of this sure. country, you know, he's yeah. on the bottom, and he's smart, one of the smartest guys. We all know around. there's nothing and he, lower and than the a only, high school and science And the only teacher. way to make it is like about is like about making drugs. <laughs> but I, but I know, yeah, absolutely. There's that yeah. great. They set up. It's such a powerful, and I don't want to hold forth too long, but yeah. it, it's such a powerful explore, exploration yeah. of the American male psyche. Yeah, and you know, and I, I include Canada and America. It's like yeah. the Western male, you know. We're, we all kind of somewhere in our in our hearts, however quote unquote woke we yeah. are, we're all a little. Yeah. We got a little Hemingway in us, and we all yeah. kind of want to be the man. And, yeah, and, and then he has he has that great scene. I think it may even be in the pilot, but certainly early on, where he ends up having to. He's working extra hours at the car wash, and I was you know I was raised uh, by school mm-hmm. teachers who worked the, these odd jobs, yeah. and their students would come in, and it wasn't. Quite as, uh, and I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but it was nothing as like nobody was working working a car wash, but it wasn't that far removed. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see a scenario where a kid would bring in a a new sports car that his dad bought him, only to see his science teacher yeah. washing it, yeah. and how degrading that is, and how as a man you just immediately understand what he's mm-hmm. going through, yeah. and how he would 
potentially turn into a motherfucking gangster. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 And they just, they push your buttons and, they, yeah, yeah. and he just gets pushed and pushed and you, until you, you go along with the ride. There's two other elements to that movie yeah. that I like. And those two elements tie into two other movies that I also like. <laughs> I like that you're calling it a movie because it's a, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. But it right. feels like a movie. Yeah, you're right. right. It yeah. feels like a 40-hour yeah. long movie. Way longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to reference those two elements as one – there's a Fargo element to it. Is that yeah. There's a oh, yeah, Fargo exactly. element. Yeah. Yep. Like a... Cohen-esque. Cohen-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And it's slow pace. Like everything slow else pace. is dense. Yeah. Quirky kind of funny. Quirky kind of he funny. He ends up in yeah. his underwear outside of an RV. Yeah. 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 And there is... Uh, in the pilot. What was the other one? There's a Fargo-ish. And there is... Uh, gosh, it just... Escaped. Oh, it'll come back to you. It'll come back. What? But what's the quality, though? Is it just escaping? That pace, that um, oh, I know the other one, the movie Falling Down. Yes, Falling Down. Falling Down. Yep, 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 yep. With Michael Douglas. Do you know? Do you know Falling Down, Jose? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking right now. Oh yeah, of <laughs> it's, course. It, I love it's that very movie. falling that movie, down. Uh, it's very stressful, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. That movie yeah. is really. And I felt like that like a million times in my life. Like yeah. a like a, like a like a second. Yeah. I one more millimeter. Just like yeah. did I move and I break up. I just like break through and then fuck everything. You know, lose it. <laughs> yeah, lose it. You, get, yeah. you got caught. And in I had lost it many times. Yeah, for a couple of minutes, but I definitely right. lost it. That's exactly. I you know I never made that connection, but. That is a quite a quite a smart one. I okay. So a couple of things. I once saw Vince Carter, who yes. was the showrunner for um, and the creator of uh, the X Files, if I'm not mistaken, um, speak uh, at, a, at a conference, and he worked with uh, Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan worked on I think the first three seasons of the X Files, and the this is a, a long way f- to a short thing, but. The you know the one of the things that the X Files did really well was play with television tropes like any good well not any good but many most great pieces now in in television and film and theater whatever medium are kind of in dialogue with what's come before we all know mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and if you watch the X Files and you know classic television you know they're making references to um, oh god. Uh, uh, all, well, all these classic shows. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. There you go. Of course. Of course. All these things. I mean, and, you know, and Deep Throat and all this cultural stuff. Fine. Breaking Bad does the same thing. Yes. Right? It's, it's, there's a little bit of MacGyver yes. in Breaking Bad. And you're watching it. It has all these, like, high qualities. But it it never fails to be a television show. Right. You always <laughs> – you, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> all, it's all – it's a Serial TV show. And yeah, so it obeys mm-hmm. these rules and it riffs on other stuff and ah, it's so cool. What's the other movie I'm thinking of too? Is it No Country for Old Men? I love No oh, Country yeah, for Old Men. Yeah. Oh, bit of that there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's, just that slow burn and that just burn. that exquisite and – Out yeah. middle of nowhere sets. Yeah. Know, desert sets. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, I think the desert and those empty spaces like empty that bring you so kind of like – Dirty feeling and you know sweating and life is heavy and tough. And, <laughs> I mean, just by being there, you know, walking on the street on, yeah. on the middle of the desert, you're yeah. like, ah, Sizzling. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know yeah. what you'd want to. Yeah, and then that's. Yeah. I mean, me it's like crank. it's like you don't need to do anything else as an actor. You're just being there in that moment, and you're just gonna express a lot just yeah. by being there. Yeah. You know, right, yeah, that's you know? A, yeah. They're just being yeah, there, the pathos there. Yeah. of the desert and the kind of look. Yeah, the environment the like brings you everything. That's why when when we do theater and we want to do like 
uh, well, they they used to say that a lot at the actors' studio, like uh, Helen Bernstein or these people that that I act in front of, in front of them. They were saying and on these classes or you know on the sessions that those kind of things where we're doing mostly that guy, um, famous playwright in the U.S. Uh, Mamet. No, before. Jeez, uh, I had him. Jesus, uh, Miller. Arthur Miller? No, no, you know, the most famous one. Tennessee Williams. Tennessee Williams. Like, that, they, they were mentioning him a lot, like, when you do Tennessee Williams, <laughs> you need to work on the space, the environment, the smell, you need to feel it, you need to... And then, of course, in movies, <laughs> it's easy because you are there, but in theater, you gotta bring that up. How do you bring all that? It's yeah. like, you know, people think yeah. acting, no, it's a, a lot. So I used... Well, right now, I actually understand what they were finally saying, you know, by just thinking about that. When you're working on Tennessee Williams, you need to be, you know... In that place, like the hotel Iguana, a night in the Iguana, uh, night of the Iguana. Yeah, yeah. They, they were saying that you need to feel that yeah, we're on the yeah. beach and there was this. And yeah, <laughs> you want to come out to, to Tennessee Williams. You want to be yeah, yeah. sweating. They yeah, didn't have air conditioning. That. Yeah, in New yeah. Orleans, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to be sweating, soaking <laughs> yeah. wet with sweat. And that what brings, what makes you feel being in that environment, man. Yeah, it man. makes you feel like. You know, absolutely. Shit, and, and it's such a cool show. No air conditioning. No, exactly. Like let's, yeah, let's go, let's yeah. go hard. That show it doesn't pull any punches. It's again, it's very divisive. There are some people who yeah. just roll their yeah. eyes at this segment where yeah. we're talking about this, and that's fine. It's you know, it's it's anything that people just absolutely adore uh, is going to have its detractors. A lot of a lot of people really don't like Skyler. They don't like the wife. Uh, they feel. Um, that she, well, I, I, I'm not going to speak to it, but there's a lot of controversy. You'll, you'll really? see. Yeah, there's just a lot of like, uh, why does she? She's an enabler. She goes along because there's. I think I think a lot of people really got, really reacted strongly to how much of an anti-hero Walter White finally is, and what he really in the end can seem to signify, which is greed, just absolute horrifying. Greed, like he gives in to the whatever id initially he thought he was superior to. Mm-hmm. And his keeping himself small at the beginning may have actually been his salvation. We have this uneasy relationship with that stuff. Yeah. You know, this is an interesting point. And uh, this is so fun. It's such an interesting topic uh, to me. And uh, Ian, I wonder what you think about this. I was just listening to an episode of uh, another, of a, just one of the most famous podcasts, uh, Last Podcast on the Left. It's these guys, uh, they're tremendous. They do these really um, heavily researched episodes, but it's very, very funny. And they cover serial killers and alien abductions. It's very popular, very popular podcast. They tour and everything. And they were talking about Bonnie and Clyde, uh, who we sort of know as this famous American couple from Texas in the Dust Bowl era who, you know, wand- you know uh, ran around in kind of a Robin Hood scenario. But 13 innocent people got killed. But on this uh, podcast, they were talking about this episode. They were talking about how, and I think we we lose sight of this now in America and, and generally. Um, back in the day, your poverty was considered to be kind of next. It was to put you next to godliness. You were you were meant to endure this stuff in order to just sort of suffer in the world and, and maybe do no harm. Because if you don't have anything, you know what harm can you? do now of course that's all been replaced by this kind of prosperity gospel and why would you want to live through the bed but i had that thought about walter white i mean by the end he's is he now see i'm I'm playing devil's advocate here because i fall firmly in his camp i go with him on that whole journey but a lot of people 
fall away and go, no, he's a villain. He's a monster. He's a terrible character. We're, I think I remember feeling a way when I first saw him strike somebody. I think he punched somebody or hit somebody or pushed somebody or nudged somebody. Something along the way had me feeling, whoa, like, <laughs> hold on, like, keep it together. Like, like having these emotions for an act, like for a, a show I'm watching. It was, like, mm-hmm. again, first time for me getting into a show. But I remember feeling a way when I watched him do something that just almost, to me, signified him either unraveling or it was like a surprise of some sort that him hitting somebody or, you know, putting somebody in direct. I can't remember what it was exactly right yeah. now, but I remember thinking like, he's, he's, he's changing, <laughs> you know, no uh, more Mr. Yeah. Nice Guy. Yeah. You know. Do you, what do you think of the assessment that by the end he's a monster? Do you think he's a monster? So many things leaned against him that he, he had to push back, he had to lean back like he... It made him a monster. I don't think he is a monster, or it brought the monster out of him. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think he, you know, willingly set out to be a monster. Yeah, no, I make don't think so. Make a little cash, make a little meth, make a little cash. Use his teacher smarts, how to, you know, to disguise himself and stay low and yeah. how to move it and everything. Get the kid involved and like all that was amazing. Just the whole mental game of that and yeah. the yeah. dialogue and the. You know, watching somebody watching somebody become a boss. Yes, I'm a boss now. Yes, H- him and the kid going at it. Like, yeah. yeah, I am the one who knocks. Yeah. Come on, that's a great goddamn line. That I, it doesn't get any better better than that. Yeah. I mean, in short, you know. And then this is just uh, perhaps the pinnacle of the golden age of television. It's just gotten better. It just keeps getting better and better and better. better. It's so mm-hmm. cool, right? Yeah. Great time to be into TV. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And when you mentioned that, you know, Breaking Bad is a long movie, it's like that's been happening with most of the TV shows that I've been watching. Like, mm. uh, it feels like every episode, it feels like you're watching a movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's a great, the production starts amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. I, everybody yeah. wants to be a part of it now. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's so many good things. There's, there's that great bottle episode in television. A bottle episode is. Uh, where typically it happens in the middle of a season, although now I'm sure it's probably different. But the idea is to save on the budget in the middle of a season. This will dovetail into the next topic, Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> the um, bottle episode, the goal uh, was to save money, typically, right? So you've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever, how long the season is, 20 episodes or whatever. And you want to have an extra big set piece for the finale for Sweeps Week or whatever it is, right? Because you want the high ratings and you want them to go to the Caribbean and whatever. So you do in the middle of the season what's called a bottle episode, where it happens in one location. And there's that very famous bottle episode in Breaking Bad where I think it all happens in the lab and he's chasing a fly Mm. for the entire episode. Yeah, I I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you need playwrights for your television shows. And I'm available. I am a published and produced parent. I mean, but for real, every time I see a bottle episode now and now go and watch, go and watch more yeah. television and you will notice yeah. bottle episodes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now I'm thinking if that was all also part of the allure for me was watching this series go from crazy sets, crazy sets, crazy sets, and this whole episode, like they're just in the lab. Right. Wait. <laughs> Can you do I that? I didn't say you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, didn't yeah. tell me you were going to do it. Like that. All that part of TV that. Oh. And, 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 and yeah. it's Walter's obsession, and he can't allow this one fly. 
because it might affect the batch or whatever For it is. The whole episode. The whole episode. Yeah. And it's just, just this fly. Cool. And you make all of this incredible drama out of that. Yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was a, and it, this is a little different because it's animation, but really not. Uh, one of my other favorite shows, and then let's do a roundtable here and then move on to another famous bottle episode. Um, uh, Bojack. You watch Bojack Horseman? No. Oh, it's tremendous. Yeah. It's about this washed up alcoholic horse who uh, was was in tele- was in television in the 80s and he had a hit show and it's it's incredible it's incredible um and uh so i love bojack and there's an episode where it's just him delivering this long eulogy at his mother's grave and it's just one effectively like one long speech and it's a cartoon horse giving this yeah. speech but it achieves this level of yeah, you mentioned Tennessee Williams. There's another episode where they're basically riffing on Tennessee Williams because he's he's a purebred bred from from Kentucky and he comes from a good family. <laughs> except they're all alcoholics. <laughs> they fucking hate each other, you know. And it's a horse, uh, you know. But you're never seen these oh, you gotta watch That's Bojack funny. Horseman. Okay. You gotta watch Bojack Horseman. Bojack. You don't know Bojack? No, oh, it's on. It, yeah. Oh, I'm Bojack. I'm bo- <laughs> okay, but you gotta look it up. It's fucking great. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Jose, what's another show? Not Breaking Bad, but uh, another show. Geez, that- no, you, you got me the spot. I, I need to, you know, sit down and, and think about stuff. Yeah. What's another show? You're not Breaking say, Bad. Is there another? Is there another show since Breaking Bad that you've gotten show? into? I too busy coaching. A little bit got into. Uh, is it Down and Out Eastbound or Oh Eastbound East, Down and Out East? East. East down and out, eastbound and out. Something, but that's a, it's a it's a washed up baseball. It's like a yeah. minor league baseball yeah. player. Yeah. Eastbound and down. Is that it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. What's one? I love that actor. Like he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His lines in that hilarious. His hairdo hilarious. Ah. Eastbound and down. Eastbound and down. Yeah. Is that an hour long? I'm not sure. Where you just studied? You were watching a few episodes. It, it when? Uh, where are you watching it? TV, uh, my computer, and then I think I first saw it at somebody's house, and then I started gotcha. finding it on my own. TV. I'm kind of obsessed. I'm obsessed with television. I've you know I've written yeah. pilots, and yeah. I'm trying to break into TV. So this nice. is definitely like in my wheelhouse. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've yeah. been watching a lot of different shows, like and and different stuff. It's just so hard to remember lately because it's so much information all the time. That it's like oh, mm-hmm. so I, I, I could just rattle off a yeah. million. So we got a few more topics to get through right. before the night is over, and this is uh. You having a good time, Ian? Having a blast. Yeah, it's fun, right? Just just talking to the can and just like, you know, we can talk. I think we can talk about Breaking Bad for an entire episode or or 10. It's so easy to nerd out about that show. And it's dangerous because now we mentioned it. I'm like, fuck, I want to watch The Sopranos again. I want to watch Breaking Bad again. Sopranos. (laughs) Sopranos. Yeah. That was my first show before Breaking Bad was Sopranos. Okay. And it was funny for me because I watched Sopranos when I was over at Rutgers in Jersey. And remember learning Sopranos was shot in Jersey. I'm like, this is a cool show. And this was early. And thinking, whatever, just some show. And then I stopped watching for a while. And then it got popular and came back. People started talking about it. I'm like, I remember that show. I watched that like two years ago. Because it, it started. It wasn't popular out the gate. It was not. To no, me, it wasn't. No shows like that. Well, it was H- HBO. It's so there's, show. there's no way at that point that an HBO show could have been, okay. quote unquote, popular. Because it was, this was like, that was the show that totally brought HBO back on the map at a level yeah. that I don't think they'd ever achieved. Crazy killings and just like, this guy's getting beat up, like, you brutally know, beat up. You know, the <laughs> other thing that that show, I mean, obviously, Breaking Bad owes a lot to. So, uh, Sopranos. Sopranos does a thing, and this is, I was going to mention this earlier, uh, does a thing like Fargo, 
like a yes. lot of other shows, like Twin Peaks, yes. where the regent becomes a character. Yes. You, you can Jersey never... Was, yes. Jersey's a total Jersey character. Jersey was a character. Who's going to outdo that? Oh, sure. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Since the beginning. Right. Yeah. And for me, again, being a... You know, first time out at school, first time in Jersey. I have this show as a reference of Jersey, and then I'm out, out now, like, you know, going to malls, driving the short hills, driving these places, and like I'm just thinking about thinking about Sopranos, like scenes I've seen in Sopranos. And that was that was cooler for me than hanging out in New York City and thinking about scenes, you know, places right. I've been to and this movie was shot here, this music video was shot here. Jersey and Sopranos was a thing for me. They were, and, they were married. And there are these like fun, yeah, there are these fun places that are just completely dominated by certain shows or certain movies that just completely lock in a place. That's an interesting insight. Places have a character. Places, places really do have a character. Yeah. yeah. Well, so speaking of um, bottle episodes, this is uh, number four <laughs> of five. Mm. We're totally crushing it. <laughs> we, we're doing really good on time. The great bottle episode... Uh, Seinfeld. Do you know the episode I'm talking about here? Chinese restaurant. Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got it. 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 Do you know this one? I know. I'm going. I'm doing the worst. i worst because I've been trying to see Seinfeld many times. And I've, I started actually watching it recently, and I love it. It's just like it's like oh my god, it's so many episodes. I'm so I'm, I just yeah yeah. yeah. Well, we got okay. Yeah. You and I are going to watch just just, just as a matter of your yeah. your like continuing education. <laughs> the we we're going to watch that episode. We're going to find a way to get that episode. Which is the oh, it's so fucking funny. Is it is it Bennis? Is it Elaine? Is it Elaine Bennis? She is she the one who? Because of course they walk off at the end, and it's like Bennis party of four. Party of four. Whatever they call their table. It's yeah. so great. It's, uh, but it's a, it's a classic, famous Seinfeld episode that is just set in a in like a Chinese restaurant. So it's one uh, unit set, and Sunny does this every year. They do these where there'll be an episode like they did one on an airplane this last season. Yeah, they'll just completely create, and it's all about. I mean, for a show like Sunny, it's not even about the budget anymore <laughs> i mean like yeah. i don't think yeah. i think they're kind of past that it, it's just a tv thing that you do yeah. to see how much funny you can get out of one place one place where the characters normally don't belong yeah. <laughs> definitely a, don't belong what a backdrop for that kind of comedy yeah yeah restaurant well and there's and there's all sorts of like meta meta stuff there going yeah. on too like this cuz they're so it's so Jewish characters are very yeah. and like Jewish people and, and have a relationship with Chinese food yeah. they'll even tell you about you know yeah. that's Chinese restaurants are open on Christmas yeah. you know? <laughs> the whole when thing When I learned that yeah. kind of stuff yeah. Like, yeah, I love yeah. It. it's so good so what else about Seinfeld that you're I mean oh. this is awesome I could talk oh, about Seinfeld God, all night. a million and one things uh, <laughs> Kramer like, Cleaning food in the sh- while he showers, like he's washing his salad and stuff in the shower with his primer. Oh god! When he I the roasted that. chicken, or was it a turkey or something? And basted, he needed basting. He was all tan and stuff. And, he, and then he, Newman looked at him and thought, saw, would see like a turkey or something or a chicken. Remember yeah, that one? Yeah. Oh, a million things. Wait, 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 you keep talking about Kramer, like Kramer, Kramer. with an air conditioner, <laughs> wandering through the. It's and the par- you move to New York and you begin to go, oh, this is, I see For where sure. this is all just, yeah. shit hasn't changed that much yeah. from yeah. Seinfeldian everything. Yeah. Yeah. As, as a realtor, going into some of these apartments, <laughs> you know, rental-wise, I, I said, this is Jerry's, this could be Jerry's apartment. <laughs> For sure. Cereal collection over there, fridge over there, Kramer across the hall. This is, the bathroom is right there. You walk into your right. Yeah. This is, this is Jerry's apartment. Absolutely. <laughs> 
they just they nailed they hit they hit such a great formula and <sighs> but it never felt like a formula. It was about nothing. In the end, it's the show was really about nothing. Literally about yeah. nothing. <laughs> That's exactly what I hear all the time. I, I've, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of random, like randomly episodes, uh, and and, and I, I love it. It's just like I, I have to really sit down again and then start and watch the whole thing. But I, I used to live uh, a block away on 111th in Amsterdam uh, from the diner. Oh, the famous <laughs> diner. Yeah, I, and I had food there many times. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun. Tom's diner. Yeah, yeah, I think it was called Tom's. Shrinkage. 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 In the lake, the cold lake. It just like, and it's all network too. It, it, it was network. It was all PG, PG-13. Yeah. Everything was between the lines. Mulva. Mulva. Yeah, yeah. Mulva. Who remembers that? Kramer uh, adopting a piece of the highway. Remember, he, he's responsible for a part of the highway. He has yeah. to clean up. Yeah. So for me, you watch that. I'm in Canada now. I have no clue this adopt a highway thing. As you know, I come to New York now. And I, I, you see when I go up, you know, drive up to Westchester. You see, hey, this section of the highway has been adopted, and so and so has it. And like, ah, it's a Seinfeld episode. A Kramer owned a chunk of a highway. <laughs> uh, it was like when it was discovered what his name was. Cosmo. Cosmo. Cosmo <laughs> Kramer. His mom. <laughs> totally makes sense. Uh, yeah, and I, I also got some friends that 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 had told me, "Oh, if you are from New York, you understand it better." Blah, blah, blah. But then I have one of my best friends from Venezuela. He was crazy about Sanfil, and he was probably uh, seeing it in Spanish, you know. Oh yeah, translated, and mm. he oh, was completely cool. into it, and you know, like he never lived in New York, yeah. no, you know, no idea about you know, and he oh, was completely beautiful. related and into, it, and he was telling me the same. It's about nothing, but that's what it is. <laughs> all that thing. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, there's no end to uh, <laughs> fun. And, and that show works for reasons that are kind of inexplicable. I mean, it's just good yeah. quality writing. Yeah. There's this dynamic where none of the characters are ever going to make out. There is that episode where where they bang, but it's sort of awkward. Yeah. Jerry and uh, Elaine. And it's just, it's just perfect. And then it has his stand-up which is oh, yeah. obviously brilliant at the front. Too, at the yeah, front yeah just this little bringing stand-up tone. comedy right up front i'm so glad he never became like a late night host so he never got too much of jerry just perfect there was always career. enough of the other characters to kind of offset jerry yeah. he was the straight man but he was the comedian that that's not how it's supposed to be the comedian's supposed to be the yeah. The wacky one, but no, he's surrounded by these characters yeah. who are even wackier than him. Right. Yeah, it's just this formula that, ah, it's just immortal. The guests they had, storylines, Elaine working for that Bosch guy she had, the catalog <laughs> writer or something. Yeah, right. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, and he would Dania. write these incredible catalog <laughs> entries. It is so extremely New York. <laughs> it's so New York. Did you ever get into Curb? A little. You should watch. Watch. There is one season where he brings the cast back together, and they, yeah, and they, re, they basically do a Seinfeld reunion on a season of Curb. The whole cast comes back together, and they do kind of a Seinfeld episode. You got to kind of, but it's like getting that. a little bit of Seinfeld in your arm. It's pretty cool. I'll look for that. Yeah, and it has been fun to watch Larry David come out as an actor. Yeah. He's so goddamn funny. He's the guy who wrote he wrote it with Seinfeld. Right. Um, and uh, but he was played by um, oh what's the guy's name who played George? I can't uh, it'll come it'll come back to me. He's, Alex something. Ah, it'll come back no. to me. Yeah, yeah. No worries. All right. Well, we got time. I, I can talk about Seinfeld all night. Anybody Same. who's listening right now, I'm sure, is having fucking flashbacks. And Jose, we're gonna watch the Chinese uh, the Chinese right. episode. Absolutely, we're gonna do it. Um, 
Let's talk about the raps. What happened? Toronto. What happened was the unexpected, but the whole country knew it was going to happen. We wanted mm-hmm. to happen, and we willed it to happen. It happened. Shout out Kawhi. He came, delivered, left, unfortunately. But hey, he came and delivered. Toronto, uh, somebody had played for me a reel. It's like a minute-long or two-minute-long reel of analysts, sports analysts, just saying, oh, Toronto will never do it. They'll never make it. You know, it was like a whole, like, just cuts after cut after cut of, like, sport Pro sport analysts saying, "Oh, Toronto doesn't." They're going to run into Cleveland. They're going to run into Cleveland. Run. Yeah, they're going to Golden State. Toronto did it. <laughs> Were you there? Were you in Toronto? I when- went up for what would have been Game Seven. That didn't happen, so I ended up just taking in the parade for a little bit. Yeah, but come on, just taking in the parade. Oh, I, I left. Not even before it even started. I left. It was getting nuts. T- talk to me about that. What was that like when the so the Raptors win in Game Six? They went away. They come home. Come home. Yeah. I think it was that Sunday night. They had the party. The uh, sorry, the Monday because I was there. The Sunday I got in Sunday. The Monday they had the parade or something, and it was just. I don't want to tell you. I happened to be downtown Toronto that morning at seven early. I was playing hockey, <laughs> and the plan was to play hockey. Yeah, Wait. some friends of mine play hockey early on Monday mornings. I had planned to play, stay downtown. Amazing. And it was around the corner from where the parade was starting from CNE grounds. So I was going to stay and go to the parade. Come out of hockey probably nine o'clock. We played from seven to nine, seven to eight thirty, and then we got out, I got about nine. Coming out, and people are already walking towards me, and it's where I'm parked. Like. In the middle of the street, and the parade hasn't even started. They're walking down to the parade. I said, "I gotta get out of here. This is like <laughs> the parade is supposed to start from ten, and it's already like nine. And these people, the streets, people were just taking the street over. Got home. By the time I got home, turned on the TV and just saw aerial shots of just madness. Streets filled with people. Filled. Yeah. <laughs> like the parade was supposed to be two or three hours. It ended up being five hours long. It was delayed because people were in the streets and. Cars couldn't get through, and the yeah. parade couldn't get through, and it was just a uh, historic day. And it's, a, it's their first championship. We are craving a championship. Toronto, this, as a city, has been craving <laughs> a winning team, and people hopped on. There's already purists and lovers to begin with, and sure. other people hopped on. It was just a whole country. Forget a city, country. The Canadian Raptors won, <laughs> for all I know. <laughs> this has been said before, but anybody who's been a fan through their terrible logos... Through through yeah, to the yeah, present yeah, deserves it. Yeah. If you've been a fan for 15, 20, 25 a few years. Two of our logos to me at times remind me of a logo you would see on like Saved by the Bell or our TV show. <laughs> yeah, the, right. The, the high school teams playing. Our logo for some reason yeah. re- would remind me of that. Like, right. Or a mock pro team yeah, in a it, TV show. It's amazing how those things matter, right? People get back a goddamn logo. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you look back now and it's it's. Where did you watch the? Where did you watch Game Six? Here, here was it here? Watch that here. Yeah, I freaked out here in New York. I was like, we did it. Hey, I remember where was I? Oh, I streamed it on my laptop at home. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. And uh, oh. and then social media, everybody just goes media. off. I was chirping it while it was. I was oh yeah, I was Facebooking while it was going on. Totally. And it was just amazing. I got into the Women's World Cup, man. We How turned was that. That was amazing. Was this morning, hell yeah. That, right? yeah, yeah. I almost should have. I should have gone down to the parade. I, mm-hmm. I kind of. Reg- I didn't realize they were going to do it in New York. I'm such a. Uh, I'm still a hayseed. I always sort of go. Well, that all that all that stuff happens in other places. Like, nope, happens in New York. New York. I, I had stuff to do, but that tournament was amazing. I yeah. and, and this bar that um, that Jose was working at. Uh, it's like our kind of our local bar. 
we turned it into a sports bar, man. We got them to open up an hour early. People really turned out for it. And yeah. that was a good goddamn turn. That day I was doing something else, unfortunately. I was impressed, man, with the quality of play. I like soccer a lot. And uh, Beautiful game. Oh, it's Beautiful a gorgeous game. sport. Beautiful game. Gorgeous. Beautiful game. And, you know, the American women... There's certain things, you know, the 17 to nil drubbing of, I think, was it Thailand? I wasn't, they drubbed somebody? I wasn't thrilled about that. 17 to nil oh, in soccer oh, yeah. is no good. I, I, I kind of understand, thinking about it more, you want the golden boot at the end, especially, I thought about this a bit, and I haven't read a lot of commentary because why? Uh, but there's a lot going on here. There's, there's no higher pinnacle for them in terms of media exposure the the male players yeah you can become a hero in the world cup then if you're already a a star you go back to your club and then you get the premiership you're in the premiership you're in the bundesliga and you've got your sponsorships and all the rest i think for the ladies i think especially for the american ladies they figured out this is the stage and and we're going to be seen and we're going to be noticed and that you know 17 to nil is a little egregious but there's a goal differential. There's an outside chance it's going to matter. You still don't like to see it, yeah. you know, you know, because it, 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 it's not so good for the sport. But they were they were still great. And yeah, there's a lot of controversy in it. There's a lot of a lot of people don't like their attitude, don't like their the way they um, kind of comport themselves. But then there's probably a lot of gender bias going on there. For sure. There was a celebration. Alex Morgan at one point against the English, apparently, like after she scored a goal. Did like a, like she was sipping some tea. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. The cre- I but love I think it's that. fucking great. I Come on. Oh, no. Come on. No. Come on. The English all get to go back to universal health care. And, the, you know, oh, and Brexit, and we get to come back to what we deal with. You know, I thought they looked great. And uh, it was a really good tournament. The Netherlands uh, ladies, really a bit of an upset. They kind of surprised everybody. There was one match um, at, where the, the Swedes were, I think, even with another team. I can't remember who they were playing. And they came out after the half, and they had clearly been coached to be really physical after the half. And watching these, like, these tall blondes. Oh. Start to start to just hip check the other team. It was physical and it was legit. I I could prior oh, to watching this tournament, I'll ad, I'll admit that I if there if I had seen a woman's uh like a woman's Premier League equivalent, I probably would have turned away. After this tournament, I'll I'll watch. Uh huh. And that for me is pretty cool. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, soccer they get it in. Yeah. yeah. Good sport, man. And I think because they have the hair, I've seen a couple of YouTube or Instagram clips of these girls just like discreetly pulling the next one's hair <laughs> in the middle of a tap. You're like, wow, I'm a savage. Yeah. And she looked cute doing it too. She was smiling. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a different appeal for sure. There's a the the goaltending was also pretty awesome. There were some goalkeepers who were just oh yeah the the oh incredible just yeah. making these. I think there were in the final there were three fingertip saves. Ooh. Fingertip saves. You're just you're you're watching like that would have gone in if she hadn't stretched. I mean it was just really cool <laughs> to see. Every bit as exciting as like a Premiership match or yeah. a, a Men's World Cup. So they they traded this. Is it Kawi? Is that is that the guy's name? Yes, Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. He didn't trade him. He left. He <laughs> left for the Clippers, right? Correct. That's got to be a bit of a and, bummer. yeah. The entire city was down. Oh. I was down for a bit, and then somebody put it in perspective for me by saying, "Don't look at it as being down. Look at it as he came, he saw, he conquered, he delivered, he left," which he did. 
what more could you ask for? This is a, a star guy the team signed. Um, and he delivered. I, I'm watching reels of him. And now this morning in the gym, I was watching a YouTube uh, clip of him, at least like highlight reel of him. He, he's better than I thought. His instincts are amazing. He's an af. He's just amazing, man. Like, I can't believe he played for my. He plays for my city, like my country. He's gone, but it was amazing to have him on my team. Like that guy's the best. There's gonna be a lot of Clippers fans uh, in Toronto next season. A lot of people uh, who probably tune in and watch. For sure. Out of that he, kind of loyalty. Yeah, he's a household name now, no doubt. Not to say he wasn't before, but Ian Peters is it an- ankle biting? Ankle biting, yeah. <laughs> ankle biting with Ian Peters. Yeah, beginning, hey, beginner skaters and their ankles. What do you think that you guys are into sports, especially you, Ian? Uh, what do you think in the the soccer men football team hasn't make it that far, and the ladies are like the American? Four. Yeah, the American. Yeah. Why do I think the American men make it that far? Haven't yeah. made it as haven't far. Haven't, aren't haven't winning. It. Sorry, yeah, haven't made it. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge soccer fan on that level yet, but I'm gonna guess it. If it's not skill, it goes back to. Funding, the grassroots, the popularity of the sport. But, mm. you know, even back home in Toronto, we have a Toronto TFC, TFC Toronto Football Club. I've mm. watched the popularity of soccer, yeah. you know, increase in Canada uh, because of that team and just watching kids, you know, dribbling a ball yeah. down the street now. And, you know, who knows where Team Canada will be next year or the year after, wherever, yeah. like in, in terms of soccer. But, uh, yeah, why the men haven't made it that far? I'm, I'm going to say it's just. Uh, It's maybe not their lane. It's almost, or not their time right now. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. ignorantly guessing, and my first guess is funding, money, access to the sport, training, yep. coaching. Uh, yeah, it's it's cultural. Uh, yeah. American boys yeah. are not. Well, they brought have made it to the to, World Cup. I mean, my, yeah, we, my country we, hadn't made it to the World Cup ever. We've, I mean, so, we've understanding way after all. The last World yeah. Cup was yeah. that was terrible that they didn't qualify. It was an, an extraordinary disappointment mm-hmm. for American men's football. Uh, one of the reasons the women are, are as are advanced as they are has to do with um, American culture and women being mm-hmm. uh, further along in terms of sports and uh, probably title. I think it's called Title IX, where there's equality. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be equal funding for the different um, uh, college sports. Oh, all right. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the American women don't have to. You'll, <clears throat> I don't want to sound a certain way, but you'll notice there's an absence of quality coming out of Latin countries, for example, in women's soccer, Mm -hmm. quite the opposite in men's soccer. Mm -hmm. So the men are competing against really a truly, and I'm not taking anything away from anyone. They're just competing against a completely globalized thing. Whereas for the women, it's like, it's coming along at a different pace. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not to say it wasn't competitive because it was wicked competitive, Mm -hmm. very competitive. I mean, the Chinese were competitive. The Japanese Mm -hmm. were competitive. Um, So uh, yeah, that was a great tournament. I will totally be tuning in uh, for the for the men's World Cup and for the women's World Cup from henceforth, which is really cool for me because I fucking love soccer. It's a beautiful sport. Um, Ian, what do you think uh, the chance is the Raps uh, repeat next year? I got to see where the chips fall. Who who who's the new players that come on? Because it looks like these super teams are coming together now. You know, you got Brooklyn Nets just took on uh, um, Kyrie and. KD, even though he won't play next year. You got Lakers with LeBron and uh, is it Anthony Davis, I believe, or uh, somebody they just have. They took, like, it's just super teams going on right now. Who knows what's going to happen? I won't lie. I'm getting more into NBA as of the last two seasons. I'm getting more into it, um, especially being out here in New York when Raptors would come and play in New York. I'd go watch the game. Oh, sweet. I fell in love with my home team. Yeah, in, man. In New mm-hmm. York City, which was amazing. Uh yeah who i don't know would they repeat that'd be awesome 
they stand a chance. I think because that winning that winning attitude, man. It's tough attitude. to lose your your star player, but it's, it'll be fun to watch. Ian, where can people find you online? Oh, you have Ian Peters Agency. That's my Instagram. I A N P E T E R S Agency. Uh, I also have IanPetersAgency.com, which is my relocation and real estate business. Yeah, if you're moving to New York, you're moving where to? If you are moving to New York City, Florida, Miami, uh, sorry, Florida, Miami, uh, anywhere in Florida, Miami, mm-hmm. uh, Fort Lauderdale. I'm also doing Europe now. I'm doing Prague as of this year. Uh, yeah, anywhere in North America, I can make it happen. Put it that way. Fantastic. Yeah. This is Florida. And yeah. If you, if you score a, a, a big meth deal and it's time to get out, go to IanPetersAgency.com. <laughs> Jose, where can people find you? Uh, I'm uh, Jose Ignacio Gomez that comes as J O S E I G N C I A C I O dot com. It's getting late. Or on Instagram, Jose it's Ignacio One. Jose Ignacio One on Instagram. Uno, Uno. and uh, it's Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Jason Alexander. I said Alex. Remember? I yeah, said, yeah, Alex, Alex. Uh, and, and what a great goddamn actor. I'm Kevin Kautzman. This is Get This, the podcast about things people love. Shrinkage! Shrinkage! <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Ian. I hope you do it again. Thank you, man. Awesome. Thanks. Later, gents. <laughs>